0: to America's web radio And now time for the classic car show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber Good
1: morning and welcome to America's Web radio and the classic car show here on on the station America's Web radio. We're glad to have you listening in. We're missing uh, Steve Ronaldo today but we've got Jim Weber at the round table and we've got some very special guests on today. We're going to start out with Bruce, and Bruce is down in one of my favorite places. In fact, I'm sitting here jealous.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll just cut him off,
2: not even let him Well, off we again. should have
0: done this show live.
1: That's yeah. true. Yeah.
0: On location. On location. <laughs> uh, I couldn't get
1: anybody to pay for the bicycle to ride down. You know? <laughs> Okay, but anyway, we've got uh, we're going to be talking about the Kiowa Island Motoring Retreat, and uh, it's coming up just right around the corner. And we were lucky to get Bruce uh, to uh, do an interview with us today, but we wanted him to uh, talk about what's going to be going on in Kiowa.
0: And uh, Bruce, welcome to America's Web Radio.
3: Thanks a lot. Good to yeah. be here,
0: Bruce. You, you've got some interesting things. Most events are usually a Concord and some of them are starting to evolve, but you've gone about two steps beyond that right now, and I'd like you to kind of tell our listeners um, I notice you've got a motoring tour, you've got seminars, but the beautiful thing is you've got an oyster roast and craft beer tasting. That ought to bring some of the folks out.
3: Yeah, well, you know, our our catchphrase for this event uh, is a low country celebration of outstanding automobiles, and Perhaps not unlike some of our neighbors at Hildenhead and Amelia, we want to expose people not only to these outstanding cars, but also to the outstanding attributes of the low country. So we're doing that through uh, some food and beverage activities, through vendors, through food trucks, through road tours, home tours, and hopefully our visitors will also have some time to spend in Charleston, which is close by. and. And as most people know, a wonderful place to visit.
0: It's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Not the country, but the world.
3: It's SOB. Isn't
1: in that right? SOB in Charleston, south of Broad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> south of
3: Broad. It's, 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 it's where the rich folks are.
0: Oh, I'd like to live on the battery.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, Look at those views every day. It would oh, be wonderful.
0: I've had the privilege of being in a couple of those old homes, and they are lovely.
3: They are. Well, and, the, and speaking of views, uh, one of the... Uh, The attributes of Kiowa is we've got some of the most spectacular low-country views on the planet. Uh, Kiowa is known for its uh, long beaches. We have a 10-mile-long stretch of beach that you can walk on, bicycle on. Tide movements are fairly significant here. Um, So at at high tide, there's not as much beach, but at low tide, it seems like the beach goes on forever. So there'll be lots to distract our visitors uh, who come to see the cars.
0: Well, it it sounds more like a family event or a husband and wife event because for so many years, car events were just a guy thing, and there weren't too many activities for the wives or girlfriends, and now you have really put something together, which I I think is fabulous.
4: Well, thank
3: you. You know, uh, Keith Martin, who's our Master of Ceremonies, mm -hmm. uh, encouraged us from the start to uh, to to have programs that expose this hobby this passion to younger folks Right. Um, so we have a couple things going on to do that um, one is an apprentice judging program we have uh... we'll have eleven teams of judges these are world-class judges that have judged uh, they're not local folks are coming in from all over the country they've judged everywhere from pebble beach amelia island up and down the coast and we're going to pair each team of two judges with one apprentice judge from the college of charleston's historic preservation program and we're doing that in uh, in collaboration with the historic vehicle association so we're very excited about that and the students who are participating there'll be eleven of them are incredibly excited and one other thing we're doing is we're participating in Haggerty's youth judging program and one of the neighboring schools going to be sending over a dozen eight to fourteen year olds to participate in Haggerty's program and also get a taste for for some of these beautiful cars and hopefully get to sit in a few of them.
0: Uh, that's that's a big thing and and we've discussed this many times on the show is the graying of this hobby and we're trying to get the youth interested again and and I, I very uh, much appreciate what you're doing. The other thing I, I think is neat is the BMW Foundation with the teen driving.
3: Yeah, we've had, actually we've had a bit of interest in, from groups coming in to talk about uh, teen driving setting uh, safety. You know, we all know uh, the distractions these days for teens driving, mostly with technology, and uh, it's it's. It's never been more important to, to emphasize safe driving. So we're, we're very uh, flattered that the BMW Foundation is going to join us and talk a little bit about uh, their activities to, to bring awareness to that serious issue.
0: Yeah, that, that, that is great. Um, cars, you've got 100 special cars on Sunday. Can you kind of give us an overview of what will be there?
3: Yeah, I'd love to. First, I, I, a little bragging on our part. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> we're a young event, um, really. We we had a we had a minor event in November of 2013. It was at a location that we were unable to secure on a multi-year basis, and the month of November wasn't particularly ideal. It was too close to Hilton Head's wonderful event, so we wanted to move it to a new location, which we secured for 2016 and beyond. It's a new park called Ocean Park at the far eastern end of Kiowa, right adjacent to the entrance to the famed Ocean Course Golf Course.
0: Oh, well, that yeah, is beautiful.
3: As you guys may know, that's where the 2012 PGA Championship was. Right. So <clears throat> we we uh, brought in some professionals, including our executive director, Paul Norio, who's sort of a, a fairly well-known figure in these parts of the uh, Collector car world and has been for forty plus years. He's been remarkably helpful in, in recruiting cars for us. So we have eleven classes of cars, uh, ranging from American sports cars to super sc- supercars, and we're now over a hundred registrants. Most of our most of our classes are full.
1: Bruce, uh, I've got to interrupt you for a second. Uh, you segue right into a question I have to ask. <laughs> Being from West Texas, what are you got where in West Texas is that one car coming
0: from?
3: Oh man, <laughs> you, you got me stuck. I don't have my I don't have my list of locations down, I'm afraid. Well that, that's okay.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I, I can guarantee you one thing if it's coming from West Texas it'll have some Texas
3: sand in it <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope. Well so we've got uh, our classes are, are somewhat traditional American sports car class, brass era, classics. We have a display class for non-judged cars, and we've got a very interesting mix of cars in there. Uh, foreign sports cars, we had such demand for foreign sports cars, triple what we had room for, that we we split that into an open and closed class. Uh, we do have a muscle car class, pre- and post-war production, preservation, race car, and supercar. So a very interesting group of... Uh, of cars in the supercar class, we're excited to have a LaFerrari.
0: Right. Yeah, I uh, see that.
3: Yeah, which will be which will be a lot of fun because a lot of people haven't been able to see that car. It's a, as you guys know, pretty rare.
0: Is that out of Greensboro?
3: No, we have a fellow locally on the island who is a Ferrari collector. He has about a dozen in total, about seven on the island, mm-hmm. and interestingly, he's also bringing his F50 which he purchased a few years back from Ralph Lorenz. So ah, the car's got some interesting pedigree.
0: Certainly, yeah. Yeah, Ralph's got quite a collection, too. Um, I see something else here, which you're, you're going to have two Isotta Fraschinis.
3: Yes, we're excited about that. Yeah,
0: that that is a very unusual car.
3: Yeah, we have a 1927 Boattail Roadster. Mm-hmm. Restored, and we have a 1927 uh, Tipo 8AS Phaeton mm-hmm. sedan, beautiful car, also restored. So those are both coming from different different owners, and they're in our classics class.
0: Beautiful. Now I kind of touched a little bit on your oyster roast and craft beer tasting, and then I see you've got a beautiful five course dinner. In parallel with that so you, people have some options when they come to see this and the other thing I'd like you to kind of talk about besides the food is you've got some tours some house tours and things
3: yeah you know <clears throat> for anyone who's been to Keele it's, uh, it's a pretty upscale place um, and there are some spectacular homes here Um, And we have arranged with our our predominant real estate company, Kiowa Island Real Estate, to offer a few of our visitors the opportunity to see some of those homes and tour through them. So that's going to happen on Sunday. Uh, Not to be sexist, but I suspect that will appeal to some of the spouses who might get a little tired of looking at the cars all day. Uh, it's a it's a small event though it's only open to 60 folks so anybody interested needs to jump in and get their tickets early. That's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yes, yes, it it certainly sounds like it. And you hit the nail on the head with the spouses because somehow uh, in my past experience, uh, usually they do get tired after one walk through.
3: Yeah, well, some of us do. <laughs> One of the nice things about this event is now you know we all know what an amazing event Amelia Island is and how how wonderfully it's it's grown under Bill Warner's leadership. It's it to some extent it's almost a victim of its own success. They get thirty five forty thousand people there, so when you enter the show field, sometimes it's hard to actually see the cars out there.
0: Well, I I accused him of. Uh filling in the, the uh, lake in the center so we could get more cars and people into it. So <laughs>
3: Excellent. So our event is is not intended to be like that event or Hilton Head. It's intended to always be a much more intimate event with, you know, no more than five 6,000 attendees, uh, really no more than 100 to 125 concourse cars, an opportunity to, for folks to spend a leisurely day in a beautiful park, and really uh, look and photograph the cars and spend time with the cars owners, and and that's hopefully going to be our our trademark going forward.
2: And, and, and I understand.
3: and combining the weekend with lots of other distractions again to expose people to the the wonderful charms of the Low Country.
1: And I understand, uh, Bruce, that you're in charge of the weather and you've guaranteed uh, what eighty degrees and beautiful sunshine and a nice oh, breeze.
3: <laughs> if only I could, you know that. For all of us who are involved in, in putting these events on, uh, you know we we not to, not to elicit sympathy from anybody, but we work so hard on this, particularly for a relatively new event where you're doing things for the first time. I I, I sometimes say to myself, if I knew how hard I was working for free, I don't know if I would have gotten into this. But the one thing that we have no control over whatsoever is the weather. Yeah. So we just keep our fingers crossed and have, have everyone say prayers on our behalf and hope that it turns out, turns out well.
0: Oh, I, I, I bet it will. And, and, of course, that time of the year down there is just gorgeous. Bruce,
1: we, we've got about 30 seconds to go. Any last words before we have to go to our first break?
3: Well, the only last words is I hope I hope that people who uh, have not been to Kiowa well will take the opportunity to come down and and visit with us and join us. We have a whole weekend of events, including a wonderful open free event on Saturday. Seventeen car clubs are participating along with about fifty individual enthusiasts. So that's going to be a fun day as well.
1: That's and great. That's, that's the fifteenth uh, of April through the seventeenth. Correct. So, yes, Bruce. Uh, stemmerman is that right it is uh bruce thank you for being on we've got uh, uh to go into a hard break but we do want to thank you again for being on and look forward to uh, being with you again next year
3: thank you thanks for the opportunity okay thank you, thanks bruce good luck thanks bye-bye
4: hi this is steve ronaldo host of the classic car show on america's web radio
2: Don't be hoodwinked
5: by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio.
6: Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today.
2: Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. With all the back and forth in today's
0: politics... It seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for
2: the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: Good morning again, and welcome back to the Classic Car Show, only on America's Web Radio. And we're going all over the place today. We've been to Kiowa Island, and now we're going to Fort Lauderdale. And uh, I, I would have stayed in, in Kiowa had you not just told me I, I had to
0: leave. Well, I understand that, but uh, I think we've got an, a neat new segment that we really haven't done before, and that's talking about car auctions. Yeah, we, we've in, in detail.
1: And uh, Barney, uh, I guess you're breaking the ice for us. We, we've got a gentleman from Auction um, Auctions America, and uh, Jim knows all about them, And Barney's well. going to fill us in on the details that Jim doesn't know about. So, Barney, welcome. <laughs> I want to thank you for taking the time. I know you're right in the middle of the Fort Lauderdale uh, auction right now, the 14th annual, I believe. In Broward County, and uh, I'm sure you're, well, no question, you're busy, but I, I do appreciate you taking out the time to uh, join us on America's Web Radio. And since you've got a couple of day, or today and tomorrow left on the auction down there, maybe we can help out just a little bit. But welcome to America's Web Radio.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for having me.
0: Bar- Barney, I, I've got just one question. Is this sh- auction going to be televised in case our listeners want to watch on one of the uh, car channels?
5: Yep, uh, it is available for live streaming on our website, auctionsamerica.com, and that's free of charge, and then you can also bid live on the website, but there is a live stream for Beautiful. everyone who wants to watch.
0: Okay, that that's good to know. All right, um, tell us a little bit, and as I mentioned when you and I talked, Rob Myers is kind of the uh, gentleman behind all this, and he runs a fabulous restoration shop up in Canada, and how... Auctions America evolved through the RM family.
5: Exactly. So Rob is a a local kid up in uh, Chatham, Ontario. It's a small town about an hour outside of Detroit. Uh, He actually started spray painting cars, if you can believe it, as a teenager, and evolved that into one of the world's foremost restoration shops. He's won now Pebble Beach six times, I think, in the past ten years. Um, In the early 90s, he evolved kind of the restoration side of the business into sales and auctions. Uh, And he kind of grew that business all the way up into around uh, the mid-2000s where he purchased the Cruise Auction Company and created Auctions America. And uh, Auctions America is part of the RM family. And, you know, we kind of strive to do everything as best we can. You know, we're very high touch. And between the two brands, we can service all makes and models and all value points.
0: Now, is Auctions America focused more on domestic or American cars? Or how do you kind of differentiate between R.M. Sotheby's and Auctions America?
5: Well, you know, it's really about the client and the car and what makes sense. The venue is very important to see where the car is going to perform its best. Um, so between Auctions America and R.M., you know, Auctions America tends to focus on a price point of somewhere around $100,000, where RM's you know, closer to multiple hundred thousands, even into the multi millions. Um, But it's very dependent on the the auction location. You know, here in Florida, we focus a lot on American makes, a lot of convertibles and a lot of sports cars, versus at a place like RM Monterey, you know, it's very high-end, mainly sports cars, Italian makes.
0: Yeah. Um, You do Fort Lauderdale, and you do Auburn, Indiana, and what are some of the other locations that you do throughout the year?
5: Yep, we also have a sale in Santa Monica, California, down at the end of June. And then we're also partnered with the uh, Hilton Head Concours, uh, and that takes place down in uh, South Carolina at the end of October, I believe.
0: Right, you're yeah, correct. Usually that last weekend in October, first weekend in November. Exactly. Um, muscle cars. Now, my cohort, Steve, is not with me. And he is more into the domestics and the muscle cars than I am. But what's going on with that now? For the last few years, it seems like old geezers like me that saw those cars and drove them in college uh, have all gone out and bought one.
5: Well, yes and no. I mean, if you look at the overall market, you know, muscle cars might be down a little bit. But actually, if you run the numbers, kind of American classics as a whole have kind of been the the strongest performing and the most consistent over the past two years where we've had a couple of fluctuations between segments. Uh, Muscle cars specifically, you know, uh, they're not as mainstream as some of the sports cars today, but they are still very desirable. You know, we have a 1965 Shelby GT350 selling here today, which should do fantastic. And we've got a variety of, you know, Camaro ZL1s and Yankos. Um, And, you know, all the way down from your average fastback Mustang up to the Shelby, they've been performing well.
0: Now, let's talk about authentication for a minute because, as we both know, there's been a few unscrupulous situations. And how do you folks authenticate these cars?
5: Yeah, you know, we kind of try to differentiate ourselves from the competition by being a little bit more high-touch. We're the only... Um, auction company that has our own in-house research team, so we try to ver- verify as much as we can. At RM, we document every car that we touch. At Auctions America, we try to do the same thing. Uh, we rely a lot on external reports like Porsche COAs uh, or Marty reports for Mustangs um, or McNish, McNish reports for uh, Camaros. So, you know, we try to do our due diligence on everything so that we can educate the buyers to what they're getting.
0: Good, good. That that makes a lot of sense. And you mentioned Porsches. What has caused this tremendous increase in value of 356s and and short-wheelbase 911s?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's been really interesting. I mean, they are amazing cars. Nothing drives like a Porsche, so from just a pure enthusiast point of view, there's kind of miles per cc as i say you don't get much better than an early 911 um it has been tremendous to see it's a market i'm not fully versed in you know there's so many intricacies between you know a turbo and a turbo s and then a 65 versus a 67 s um but each one's specific and very desirable you know i think it's about the most iconic car there is and it's dollar for dollar about as good as you can get so i think people have recognized that and responded accordingly
0: yeah i mean it's just it's amazing um speedsters well of course we know the jerry seinfeld what was that half a million dollars for a barn find but uh even regular pushrod production speedsters are 250 and above so it's and anything with any provenance or history is, is also bringing big bucks
5: Exactly. You know, we have about uh, 30 911s over the course of the three days down here. So it'll be an interesting test of the market this weekend.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, will there be an auction report on your website, too, at the end as to what these vehicles brought?
5: Uh, about two or three days after the sale, we'll have all of the results posted on the website. Of the cars that don't sell on the auction block, as it's called, you'll see a still-for-sale logo. And if you're interested in any of those, you can call the Auctions America team, and we can try to work something out.
0: Ah, okay. So you do do some negotiating for the owners, too. Okay.
5: Absolutely. You know, they're coming to us to add value, so uh, we try to do our best for them both before and after the sale.
0: Now, do you offer uh, what I call preconditioning or detail services at your auctions?
5: Yes. uh, We have our own on-site detailer here, which will make sure all the cars are are looking as good as they can. You know, unfortunately, with 400 cars, I can't, you know, give a full detail on everything. Right. But we do make sure that everything looks good, and we can bring in an external crew for any client that requires it and do a full, you know, buff and polish on the car if necessary.
0: Okay. Any technical issues? Can you handle any of those?
5: Yeah. Well, we've got three on-site mechanics, so it's very important for us and for the buyer to make sure that the cars run across the block. If something needs a little bit of work, you know, we can bill it uh, in the day's, uh, at the owner's expense to fix anything uh, right. to make sure that that car is in tip-top shape.
0: Okay. That, yeah, because that that makes a, a big difference, and it also gives some people a sense of security that they're buying a car that although they haven't driven, you folks have gone through the car or at least put it in running order.
5: Exactly. And, you know, if you're interested in the car, you can call at any time or send an email to any of the specialists here on staff, and we can give you a condition report. And that just means tell you everything that we see in the car and give you our honest thoughts about it. And if we can drive it ahead of time, we'll let you know those results as well. Okay. Bernie,
1: Bernie, overseas, uh, as you're doing the auction in Fort Lauderdale, do you have a lot of overseas components that will be calling in and following the auction and uh, ordering as well? Or bidding yeah, we've as well? got
5: uh, multiple ways you can bid, either over the phone or through the Internet. I haven't looked at the numbers this year, but I think last year we had bids coming from about 15 different countries. Um, You know, it truly is an international marketplace. And the way that we can advertise things now with the web, you know, it truly is a global market. Um, So we're going to have bears from all over the world today.
1: Let me ask, too. Jim has, just came in to a little over a million and a half, and uh, he's looking for a play. Do you think you could fill that gap for him? I
5: think I've got, got the perfect car for him today. i got a Tucker 48 that's coming for estimated at nine fifty to a million uh, and a quarter, so I think we can take care of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think David's medication's out of balance this morning. <laughs> I have to say that in case my wife's listening. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Are you seeing a lot of cars, especially Porsches, going back to Europe?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, we see cars go across the borders pretty regularly. Uh, with the way the exchange rate is right now, earlier in the year we saw a lot of U.S. based clients buying European cars. Um, it's dependent on where the client is based in Europe because the tax structure, for example, in Switzerland, new cars are subject to you know twenty five percent tax to be sold. Right. Um, so in that circumstances, sometimes the U.S. fire is a lot more attractive. So we see them go back and forth as necessary.
0: Yeah, that, that's that been going on for years, back in the 60s, well, I, exactly. I remember it. And, and then they come over here yeah. and go back, and some of them probably have more miles on them just being transported than actually driven. Um,
5: yeah, that's the unfortunate part.
0: Yeah. Do you go to Retromobile, or do you do any special things there?
5: Yeah, we have a we have a booth set up at retromobile I believe we're one of the sponsors and we have a couple cars on stand our Paris auction runs in conjunction uh, with retromobile so it's a really good event for the week
0: okay all right all right and you will have at Santa Monica what well, will that be sports cars mainly at because that's California market
5: yeah the California market really just runs well to convertibles and sports cars and kind of fun novelty cars so I'm sure we'll have a couple. Um, FJ Land Cruisers, or even a couple of VW buses.
0: Um,
5: A lot of sports cars, a lot of Porsches, but really mainly focusing on convertible, good California cruisers.
0: Yeah, FJs, those are incredible, and they have... People, they, they have really a big cult following now.
5: Exactly. And, you know, it's one of those novelty cars. Like yesterday, the last lot of the day was a 1990 Toyota Century, which no one here in the States has ever seen before, and it brought something like $27,000, where the estimate was ten to twelve on it. So, you know, oh, it just performed geez. tremendously. <laughs> uh,
1: Barney, uh, let me ask, can you stay with us for another segment? Um, we're up against a hard break, but we'd love to continue talking with you. Absolutely. Okay. Alrighty. Thanks. We'll be back
4: right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising
1: the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71
0: Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on americaswebradio.com.
2: Watchdog.
5: and proof of what is right. Find
2: out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like.
6: This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: And we are designed just for you, and we have, this has been a great show and a great uh, a couple of guests that we have on, and we're talking to the man down in Fort Lauderdale right. at Auctions America. We've got Barney on the line. And Barney uh,
0: Ruprecht rubric yeah.
1: you did that very well, Jim. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll double your coffee today. <laughs> oh. Anyway, but, Barney, thank you so much for ahead. being with us. And I realize that. Oh, and I, I want to give a shout out and thank uh, Megan up in your uh, Ontario office. She was very sweet and very helpful. And you all are, you know, it says a lot about an organization that is that well organized. We were in. I, I called yesterday and and. Uh, she took the, the bull by the horns, or the Texan by the horns, as the case might be, and, and uh, got this thing all put together. And, and please, when you talk to her, uh, pass on that. Uh, we really appreciate everything that
0: she did. and uh, Great working with you all, and yeah. look forward
1: to doing this in the future.
0: Uh, no,
5: yeah, absolutely. Thank you, uh, likewise.
0: Barney, you mentioned uh, a Toyota Century, and I don't think there's probably too many listeners that know that's a big four-door sedan, isn't it?
5: It is. It's one of kind of the original luxury cars. The Century name comes uh, after its production year starting in 1967. It was 100 years after Toyota was founded. It's got everything in today's S-classes and Rolls-Royces. You know, it has rear massaging seats. It has vanity (laughs) curtains. It has full reclining seats. It's got heated and cooled seats. Uh, It's really a remarkable car. No one had ever seen anything like it, and, you know, the market responded accordingly.
0: Yeah, was it right-hand drive? Was it? Right-hand
5: drive, uh, yep. just imported from Japan earlier this year, and it won the best import at one of the Amelia Island shows just last month.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Now, we were talking about FJs. Do you get many Land Rovers through your auction?
5: You know, we're going to have one come up for sale today, I believe. It's a Land Rover Series 2. Those are really interesting cars, really great following. You know, it's one of those cars you can pick up for somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe twenty to thirty thousand dollars to get a good solid car and you would have a great beach cruiser as i would say
0: yes yes well and and fjs i'm sure are bringing that if not a lot more on
5: some of the models exactly you know uh, a lot of the time the the cars that you see sell for somewhere around a hundred thousand dollars are fully restored fjs you know they've had at least that much invested into them they're really really beautiful cars but we you know we've got everything in between today. I think I have two FJs that are in original condition, which I think are priced somewhere around thirty thousand dollars. So you can spend up to upwards of a hundred, or you can get an original car down to thirty.
0: Yeah, that's that's incredible.
1: Now, Barney, after Fort Lauderdale. Jim was telling me that you you all just take off and go on vacation and just sort of goof off between now and the next auction. Is that that true, or could you clarify what Jim has said?
5: It's it's very much true. I mean, uh, no, I'm kidding. I mean, basically my full-time job is to find cars throughout the world and bring them to auction. Um, So this year I worked for both RM and Auctions America, uh, we've got an auction coming up between the two companies basically once a month. So in between both of the all of those sales, you know, I'm on a plane once a week going to see a collector and look at a car in a garage and hopefully bring it to sale um, So it's our job throughout the year to, you know meet with clients and find cars to bring them to auction uh,
0: now. Will you do the Greenwich auction this year? Um,
5: yes, uh, I'm from uh, the New York City area originally, right. so I will be down there um another auction house uh conducts an auction down there we don't unfortunately but oh okay. i will be there uh seeing it all uh, and enjoying it
0: yeah yeah that's i, I love that show and uh, it's just that, that that's a family show too and it's a,
5: exactly that's kind of how i got into cars actually my dad <laughs> brought me over to the uh to the greenwich Concours every year and that's where i first got the bug
0: wow good for you now Let's go up and start talking. I, I may be one step ahead of Auctions America on this, but let, let's talk about some of the uh, million-dollar pieces. Do you see many of those, or do you?
5: Yeah, I mean, between uh, between RM and Auctions America, you know, at RM, I think our average car sells for somewhere around a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, here at Auctions America today, I have a 1948 Tucker selling. Mm-hmm. The estimated price is 950 to a million and a quarter. Um, and you know the Tuckers are some of the rarest and most iconic right. American cars ever made. And this is the last one ever produced. Um, and then I'm kind of on the flip side to that. I've got a 1981 BMW M1 estimated at 500 to six hundred
3: uh, mm-hmm. thousand,
5: and it's single owner from new it's a globe trotter as we say the owners brought it with him from germany to new zealand to australia to the states and back wow um, so it's a really interesting car you know we've got cars today upwards of a million dollars all the way down to no reserve selling for somewhere around two or three thousand dollars today
0: okay now cobras um 427s are they still in the million dollar range
5: Absolutely, you know. There's a couple different variations of them. Mm-hmm. The standard 427s are, I would say, somewhere around a, a million and a half. Um, an SC Cobra, one of the original cars, is upwards of that. And then when you get into the in- intricacies of kind of race history and who right. drove it, you know, we can get up into the three, four million dollar range yeah. easily.
0: So, so the the basic one is the one with the 428 police interceptor engine.
5: Uh, yes.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I had one of those and uh I don't think I could handle a side oiler with 2-4 barrels. Uh, that was enough of a handful.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, those are are great cars. And when you get into race cars, what what are you seeing? I know Porsche 962s and 956s are bringing incredible money, but uh 4-cam speedsters too. But what else are you seeing besides Porsches in a race car?
5: You know, it's very dependent on the, the provenance of the car, especially for race cars and what history is with them. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, a lot of race cars um, have stories, as we say, behind them. You know, they're race cars and, you know, they were used on the track as they're supposed to be, so some have new bodies and new engines, so it's very dependent. You know, some Lola T70s are very desirable, um, some ex-Formula 1 cars are very desirable. Um, along with kind of rally cars, you know. Right. Uh, the old Porsche Safari cars are kind of one of the most cult-following cars there are.
0: Yeah. How about Copo Chevrolet or General Motors products? Are you seeing many of those?
5: You don't see them very often, uh, believe it or not. Been, I'd love to have one. Uh, we have a, a Z01 and a Yanko here selling today. But unfortunately, you don't get a lot of um, really American muscle cars that have been raced and documented throughout that come up for sale.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and of course, a lot of those are like George Washington's hatchet. They've had four handles and three heads on them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the process. Barney, as long as you've been
1: in this, i got to ask, could you give us one story about you walked in and, and your mouth just fell open, uh, that... that you know, you just couldn't believe what you were seeing.
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, a client called me uh, about, what is it now, six, seven months ago, and it was just a random over-the-phone phone call saying, hey, I've got a car and I'd like to sell it. Um, and he happened to be uh, in my hometown, so I said, okay, no problem, I'll come visit you this weekend. And I walk into the garage, and, you know, there's every single car you could ever imagine. You know, there's 250 LM, there's... No. Uh, Mercedes 300SL. You know, there's everything in that garage, uh, and I was just jawstruck on it.
0: Well, a, 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 an actual 250LM.
5: Yep. Yeah, I've been very fortunate to work with a couple now here at RM. You know, this summer we had the the Pinnacle portfolio as well, um, and we had one of the most original 250LMs uh, in existence, and that ended up selling for, I believe, $17.8 million. Yeah.
0: Was that the Filippinetti car?
5: Uh, no, this was the Ron Fry car uh, Okay, documented uh, throughout England, you know, it raced right. a lot of local races and Goodwood and things like that. Right,
0: right. Wow. Yeah, I had the chance to buy a right-hand drive, one for the repair bill on the engine and gearbox at Kirk White's in 1970. It was $9,000.
5: I bet you regret
0: that decision. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm still married to her after 45 years. <laughs> so, but hey, you can't look back. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, when you start looking back, then you get in trouble.
1: Barney, uh, how about <clears throat> doing a little sales pitch on the coming the next auction? Uh, we're a little bit late on Fort Lauderdale, obviously, but uh, the next one that you're going to be active in and. Uh Give us a little sales pitch on Auctions America and, and the coming...
0: Uh, Tell uh, us your story.
5: Yeah, so uh, the next sale coming up is uh, our Auburn Spring Sale, which is kind of a tradition. It takes place in the historical uh, Auburn Auction Park, uh, which is kind of the founding of the American classic car. You know, Auburn, Cord, and Duesenberg were all founded with you know within a 40, 50-mile radius of it, right. um, and it aligns with a lot of classic car festivals, and we'll have... Uh, I believe three or four hundred cars at that sale of all makes and models, focusing a lot on American muscle cars, um, and it should be a really good event taking place in the beginning of May, I believe, it's the be 5th to 7th this year.
0: Okay. All right. Do you see a lot of solid axle Corvettes?
5: We have a lot of Corvettes, you know, both here and in Fort Lauderdale, and then coming up in Auburn Spring. Uh, the Corvette, you know, it's a great car for an enthusiast to get involved with, and depending on what kind of corvette guy you are you like the c1 or the c2 and we got all the body styles for you beautiful
0: yeah i'm a solid axle guy and uh i've got a friend that's got a couple of them and i get to uh, at least ride in them once in a while
5: oh yeah that's why i love my job i get to ride and drive everything yeah. I kind of ever of.
0: do you see many pre-war cars coming through auction pre-world war ii that is
5: Yes, uh, you know some of the strongest cars uh, in the market right now are uh, very significant pre-war cars. You know, um, at the most recent RM sale, we had a, uh, a twin six packard which brought over a oh, million dollars. Wow! Um, and you know, those are some of the most beautiful cars in my opinion. They've got great histories yes. and really, really solid engineering. When I first started, I wasn't interested in those kind of cars. I was always more of a sports car guy, and then I realized how. How much work goes into it, and the body styles, and how beautiful they are.
0: Yeah, that and the great Pierce, the, the Pierce Arrows of that period, oh, yeah. are, are just gorgeous cars. Do you get into anything in the way of amphibious or aircraft or any of that? Do you encou- um, encounter like you know Porsche built tractors, Lamborghini built tractors, that kind of thing?
5: We occasionally do sell tractors, you know, some of our Auburn sales we have those kind of things. As far as amphibious goes we occasionally sell Rivas and Chris Craft boats. We have two of them here in Lauderdale, actually. Beautiful. Um, but then from a, a car perspective, every so often we get a really beautiful Amphicar, which are good fun enough <laughs> to always bring a lot of money. Yes. Uh,
1: Barney, we're up against a break. Uh, do you want to continue on, or we'd, we'd schedule for two segments, but we're loving it. Would you like to go on, or do you have time, I should say? Yeah. Yeah, you're working. I'd love-
5: I'd love to, but unfortunately, I got to sell some cars. Today. Okay, okay, Barney,
0: well, you're the best. Thank you. And uh, we I look forward it. to talking to you in the in the near future. Yeah, we'd, we'd like to talk to you around Auburn time too. Absolutely, look forward to it. Okay, thanks, Barney.
4: Thanks. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio.
2: Don't be hoodwinked
5: by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio.
2: On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com.
5: It's not just your garden. It's the way
1: you live. And there's so much to know. But you have help. Bonnie Plants. Now with Bonnie's app, Homegrown, you can learn about veggie and herb
3: varieties, track and record your garden with photos and notes, share on Facebook and Twitter,
2: and so much more. How'd you ever grow without it?
3: Get Homegrown with Bonnie Plants for iPhone and Android. The more you know, the better you can grow.
2: With Bonnie. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, and welcome back to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Jim, you know, this has been this has been more fun than falling into clean mud, you know? It,
0: it, it is, and you know what? We didn't get in trouble because if we'd been at the auction, I'd have probably waved at somebody and owned that tucker. <laughs> and and bought some, well, yeah, with your yeah. money and good looks, uh, yeah. you, <laughs> can, you can handle it.
1: I, I'm the one that, you know, I didn't hear Barney say anything about the... Uh, I was surprised that you could buy something for two or three thousand, but I, I didn't. I didn't hear him get into my price range of four or five
0: hundred. Yeah. Well, they're they're made in the, in the back lot, but what what do you say? Four hundred cars are going to run through. Yeah. And I was surprised, weren't you, at, at two
1: to three thousand? That some yeah, of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But of course, then there were the million dollar ones. Yeah. But Toyota FJ Cruisers, the little Toyota Jeep-like vehicles. Oh yeah. From the seventies. Fully restored, a hundred grand, but thirty grand for an original, and I mean, it's just—I guess it's a better place in the stock market. It's amazing, and
1: uh, and you can drive it, and you can drive it. That's that's the other thing, and it has no electronics on it that uh, an EMP attack would take out. So you could jump right in it and go wherever you wanted to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I really want to think. Uh, uh, Barney for being on and uh, my my tipping my hat to uh, both uh, Bruce at, at Kiowa and to uh, Megan at uh, up in Canada uh, at, up at the, RM at yeah.
0: RM. Uh,
1: they did a, they were so nice
0: yeah you know well it's and, a, uh, it's a hobby and it's a good hobby and there's nice people in this hobby. there are yeah I mean you go and and then there's Steve. But no, (laughs) I'm No. It would be nice if he would be here. (laughs) (laughs) To defend himself. um, AACA uh, as, as a club is phenomenal. But then as Bruce mentioned, you know, on the East Coast we've got Amelia, we've got Kiowa, we've got Hilton Head, and we've got Pinehurst. We've got some great car shows. The thing about Kiowa that just... Absolutely blew me away was the fact of all the activities. Now, I know there's some activities at Amelia, but the house tours and the dinners and the food. You missed the bourbon and barbecue dinner at Kiowa that they were talking about. I I saw the the beer and oysters (laughs) and the wine, but it's a great way to spend a weekend there. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm not quite sure I'd want to spend a whole weekend at an auction but I might want to go spend a day as long as somebody handcuffed me <laughs> <laughs> I, I could spend if I could afford it uh, a lifetime
1: at Kila I, I oh just, yes I love Ki yeah. it's yeah. beautiful and uh, uh, again unfortunately my my mind and my wallet don't, don't
0: I, meet I have the same problem yeah what
1: uh, what what you we? know what? Wait a second. You know what my dad used to say is, "You have a champagne appetite and a beer pocketbook." Yeah, yeah, and that's what, that's me. Yeah, yeah,
0: Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Miller High Life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's going on with our counterpart in England? Is he uh, Kevin Flood? Well, Kevin's. Uh, we've got some shows from
1: Kevin in the can. Uh, Beautiful. You know, we've gotten so, some great comments about Kevin, and and now we have Kim Barnes from Maryland that's uh, also doing shows for us. Um, we are literally international. We get comments, we get emails from folks all over the country, and you know, as I mentioned to you before, we went on the air this morning. As as the owner of the station, there's nothing more complimentary than to call somebody up that you've never heard of never talked to before and they say oh yeah we've heard of you all
0: yeah that
1: That's just that, uh, that brings tears to my eyes <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: no I, it's great And, yeah. and uh,
0: well and, and with Steve too I mean his background with horseless carriage and, and the Antique Automobile Club of America that, that, that really enhances the show too but bringing Kim on my gosh the sunbeam tiger lady yeah <laughs> uh, I just that's amazing and, and she knows as much about cars as all of us
1: i think put together so it's funny um you're talking about Kim and then talking about the Kevin Flood in in uh in uh, England Kevin sent me a uh, a little uh, video clip and uh it's a great little clip. He's in his Model A. The only problem was it was he had it running and you could you <laughs> oh, couldn't you hear, hear him, him <laughs> talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> with well, just
1: one slight detail here, Kevin, uh, we we can't hear you, but yeah. The, the clip was great and I think he's going to redo the audio and and uh, send it back and we're going to post it. But you know, we have got a lot of really neat things coming up with with the show. We're going to be uh uh, Kim did a show the other day about trailering. We're going to be doing a a show about um, hauling and uh, uh, with one of the companies, and we're going to do more of these shows on the auctions. And uh, uh, it just, you know, after all these years, it's really springing into uh, a, a well-listened-to show.
0: It's it's constantly evolving, which is which is
1: good. And I, so. I want to thank you and and also Steve. Uh, Steve started it uh, in 2000 we've been doing this since 2005 and uh, really yeah so it's uh we're going it's on been so long years. when did I come on board 2008 it was right after you died I think yeah. and then the rebirth that, no <laughs> <laughs> was it 2000 I don't know yeah I, I think it remember.
0: was Steve asked me said, I need yeah. somebody to do the show with me that's. Has it been that long?
1: I never heard his comment beyond "I want somebody else to do the show." I, I think he was saying, "The guy on the other side doesn't know his right hand from his left
0: hand." <laughs> oh, yeah, well, hey, you had a GTO. You had an Austin Healey three thousand. I. And you had a couple of nice cars. Impala and. Oh yeah, uh, a
1: Super Sport. If I remember rightly, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was. It was uh, fifty nine before they had the Super sports, okay. so, But it was. Uh, three deuces on it and got to play with that had a had a classic 1954 chevy station wagon with a 265 in it that ran for you know it was my dad's salesman's car and uh, that had a pajillion miles on it and it was like the the little battery bunny, it just, it they, just yeah, kept on did, going. They didn't break. No. No. You know, you know, the only problem I had with it, the the biggest problem I had with it, it had uh, 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 leaf springs. And they'd squeak when the little bushing in, oh, in yeah. between them yeah. would wear <laughs> out. You could hear my car coming for <laughs> blocks away. <laughs> but, uh, no, I've been very fortunate. I had that. I had a 65 Mustang. Yeah. And that was the first new car I ever had. It was my '65 Mustang. Wow! Yeah, and those uh, are.
0: I, I the fastback. I I had a friend that had a red fastback with the 289 and a four-speed. And I think the police used to follow him. It was it was arrest me red. And, oh And yeah. he was he was in his 40s.
1: Well, mine was the army green or whatever it was called, and, and it wasn't a fastback, but. Uh, it did outrun a uh, Texas State Trooper one time until he turned that. on his lights. Ah. And then I realized <laughs> I was uh, racing the wrong person. The, yes, yes. And uh, uh, he, he did, uh, it, that was an intro that's a whole other show. But, no, I've been very fortunate and I had some really neat cars over the years. And uh, uh, I love cars. And I, and I and this is what this show is sort of dedicated to is getting young folks uh Back interested. I, I can't imagine some a kid.
0: I can't either.
5: Not but they, wanting a car. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, but, and this is a beautiful thing that not only about Kiowa but the Antique Automobile Club of Americas. They're trying to get the youth back involved again.
1: Well, you know, I, I, I got some. Let me ask you. You're, you're certainly a thousand times more knowledgeable. Well, that's that's not go that far. uh but I. If I were just starting out as a kid and, and looking to buy a car and, and wanting to know something about it, they're so limited today that the only thing a kid can do on a car is change maybe change the oil and change the tire uh, as far as doing any work on it. I'd have no clue, and you certainly can't afford to buy the electronic equipment to test it and do all this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm wondering if we, if there'd be some way to push them back into the the 50s and 60s. Well, that's and, what AACA is
0: like trying to do, uh, and at least stimulate them to, to get some interest. But the other situation today is there's so much outside activity that's non-auto-related, I mean, between texting and, and Facebook and all Twitter and all the other stuff, it's kind of hard you know to get any interest in a car except to go somewhere. And you know when we were kids we drag raced, we autocrossed. With, <laughs> we did with sports cars. Would
1: we use a traffic light as a as
0: a tree? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we though? And, and you know, and, and the sports car club had autocrosses if you wanted to go to that. And uh, there were dirt tracks. You remember dirt tracks? Oh yeah, yeah. Do I? Ever. And half mile ovals and, and eighth mile drags and stuff like that. Most of that stuff isn't going on today, unless. You've got a parent or a grandparent that's there to do something with you related to that.
1: At, at this point, you know, it almost has to be a grandparent because there's a generational gap that, you know, the the 80s that would have produced the, the yeah. parents of today, yeah. um, they were already out of, you know, they weren't carburetors. They were gone. They were, it was uh, uh, electronic uh, fuel injection. So, yeah. This is a shame. You know, we're going to be doing more shows uh, about this. Maybe we, uh, you know, at some point we'll get uh, some of the kids that are interested to come in. Uh, Maybe we could even get them in the studio. Um.
0: Well, we had a couple of the technical schools where we interviewed Mm -hmm. some of the students. Um, And maybe it's time to uh, revisit that. Yeah, a couple of other technical schools. And, And McPherson, of course, is always the one. Mm-hmm. And then but here's the other one we did, which we, we may want to do. It doesn't have to be, but we did um, the NASCAR school. Remember when we did you know UTI, Universal Technical Institute yeah, yeah. as a specific school for NASCAR technicians or mechanics and, and fabricators and things like that. And we did that show and, and got some interest.
1: You know, with the with the folks listening, if you've got suggestions or, or something, uh, if you've got something that unique in your neighborhood that uh, you'd like us to talk about or that you'd like to us for us to have on uh, the classic car show, just uh, drop me an email, David at AmericasWebRadio and we'll see what we can do. Jim, thank you.
0: As David, always. it's been a pleasure. I I really want to thank uh, both Barney and Bruce. They for, were great for contributing to the show. We will be back next week on the Classic
1: Car Show, only on America's Web Radio. Stay tuned now for the prologue.
2: You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.